Dave, I'm Peter Brooker, Portfolio Manager at the Old Mutual Investment Group. This is Macro Perspective 43 of 2021, and I'm going to talk about US exceptionalism. Last week, I was a guest speaker at the BCA conference, which I was actually very proud to be at, as, as it's one of the most important global macro conferences in the world. I was on a panel with Kate Moore, who's the head of thematic strategy at BlackRock. And we had a great conversation. We agreed on a lot of things, like equities will beat bonds, that 60-40 static portfolios won't work into the future, and that we were both bullish on green economy metals like lithium and silver. The area that we differed on was on the US versus the rest of the world. I favoured non-US exposure, such as Japan and Europe, and she couldn't see where the growth and innovation would come from out of those areas. And I think she's got a good point. I looked at data over the last 15 years, and you would have made 3.6 times your money invested in the US. That compares to 2.2 times your money in the all-country world index. And a fair chunk of that outperformance was justified by faster growth. U.S. earnings were up 130% over the period, roughly double the all-country world index growth of 62%. But the U.S. also outperformed through price earnings expansion or multiple expansion, and the U.S. dollar was stronger both of which I'm not as convinced about going forward. But let's focus on the growth. And here the, gets, the story gets interesting, because within the U.S. equity market, you've got U.S. growth and U.S. value, and it was the big driver of this outperformance has been the returns from U.S. growth index. Over the 15 years, U.S. US growth would have given 5.8 times your money. This is two and a half times better than the return of growth outside the U.S. And 3.9 times better than value outside the U.S. This is an obliteration and makes it hard to look elsewhere for returns. Once again, these returns were backed by exceptional earnings. U.S. growth grew earnings by 200%, once again compared to that acqui growth of only 62%. The rest of the world value didn't even grow over the 15-year period, showing the impact of financials getting crushed by lower interest rates. But with that higher growth came greater popularity and higher valuations. U.S. growth now trades on 31 times forward earnings per share, 11.4 times price to book, and a dividend yield of 0.4%. This is exceptional, but in a bad way. And with the growth um, in the U.S. growth component, it now accounts for 30% of global equity markets. And that makes for a very concentrated leadership. Because within that, the top 10 shares account for half of it. So in other words, 15% of global equity. Now, these are mainly very successful businesses. Think of Microsoft, Google, Visa, MasterCard, Amazon. Uh, I would say the exception is Tesla. But um, they have high ROEs of 27% and high margins. So if they manage to continue to keep those ROEs, sustain them at that level, and reinvest that in growth, that would mean that they take over the world. Um, but that would justify their prices. But if either profits via regulation or competition, or multiples via higher global rates come under pressure, then U.S. exceptionalism will not be maintained. I hope you enjoyed this debate. 
Until next week.